The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. I've gotten so much feedback in my DMs, like y'all hitting me up about how rich this interview has been and how good it has been. Y'all, I know. Okay, like I am so excited and so grateful that God has given us people who are really rooted in his word that are really about the life that they speak about and really given us a safe space to learn about dreams and visions. I pray that y'all have taken away everything that you need to move forward, especially um, when we talk about like writing down your dreams, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like y'all, it's been so rich and so good. I'm definitely going to go back and re-listen all over again. Um, You can also watch the full interview on YouTube if you haven't already, but child, it's been so good. It's been so good to my spirit. So without further ado, let's hop into our last installment of our interview with Prophetess Tanya Lofty when we talk about what we're doing with our dreams. Amen. Amen. Y'all, why God said it's all to straight street? (laughs) Go to, the, go to the street, call straight, because we about to straighten you out. Get your life. <laughs> Quit killing my kids. <laughs> I, when I, I was like, not just in the straight street, God sent that man on Beyond Scan Straight. It was like, now go do the work of the Lord. <laughs> go do the work of the Lord. And they like, wait a minute, is that? Uh, <laughs> That's what the religious lady, they was like, wait a minute. Everybody was like, wait a minute. And he stood in his authority. He said, I speak not by my own authority, but by the authority given to me in Christ. He said, I'm nothing but a bond servant. Come on. And Paul was like, listen, I'm only here for y'all. 
I'd rather be gone to glory. Come on. Oh, talking to the church. Oh, like, take me to Jesus. Take me to the king. <laughs> Paul was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> he was, because listen, he got a glimpse. Woo! Listen, he had a vision of what was set before him. Glory to God. Listen, he had a vision of what was set before him. That's why he said, I toward the mark of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus listen yeah. he had a vision and God will give you vision some of you all have had visions of angels visions of heaven dreams listen they are real people write them down because John if John what if John hadn't written down a vision wouldn't be no revelation write it down Ooh. because then we can go back and see the work of God it's keeping God's record of the things that he's done in our own lives. And so when we have those moments where we're feeling down, we have those moments where it gets hard. We can go back and revisit and see the things that God has brought us through, brought us out of, and it really will re-engage us. We, it will feed our faith when we see that this isn't somebody else's story that I'm reading. This is mine. <laughs> this is my story. This is my relationship with God that I'm reading. And so now I know because he did this over here, when my dad was knocking on death's door with COVID, because he did that, I ain't worried about this bill getting paid, child. My daddy is alive. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I don't have to trip off of that. And even in that, knowing that when God gives me things, even when it's uncomfortable, it's because he knows that I will and I can't handle it. Because the Bible says that he gives to us according to our abilities. And a lot of times the disconnect is that you don't know the ability that you have, but God does. Because the Bible says he gives in accordance to their abilities. And so we are fearful of these dreams or we feel like we, because I was like, oh, something is off of me. What is, and it wasn't until I was able to sit down and have a conversation with you. Like this has been happening my whole life where I would have a dream about this or a dream about that. And something like that with like things that I'm like, I can't quite put my finger on it, but something off with you. I can't quite do this. I don't have all the words. Even at work, I'm like, something, this baby is like sick. They don't look sick, but something's off with this baby. And to come back to work and the baby was sick, sick. Like I had said, again, not because the books wasn't that nut, <laughs> but I'm like, something is off. And I know it is. And so it's really being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, really being sensitive to God, really being sensitive to those dreams and those visions that he's giving you because he has something to say and he feels like he can trust you to do right by it. And so we have to make sure that we are responding and not just being gluttonous with our dreams. We just, oh, I can see everything and I'm just going to feed on it, feed on it, feed on it. No, God tells you to call somebody. You can save somebody's life. Because sometimes we like to be gluttonous with the gifts of God. He's like, girl, he speaks to me every day. And oh, girl, today God massage my temples. That (laughs) thing is good what you just said. Come on, gosh. Gluttonous with the things of God, with the gifts of God. Because you think, oh, I'm so, girl, I'm saying sanctified, sealed with the blood and all of this. But girl, you're nasty. You mean people. But that's not, that's just what I'm saying. There's no fruit. Where's your fruit of the spirit? Yeah, yeah. You know, so your dreams and visions, I tell you, are important. Sometimes God is trying to show you where he would love to take you. 
Yes. You know, if you just line up, you know, sometimes God is revealing it to you and some of it's going to happen. We have to tell you the truth. I have to tell you the truth that some parts of your dreams are going to happen. Yeah. You know, it may not all be good. And, you know, that's like we said earlier on, that's when you just kind of want to pray for somebody. Because if, um, you know, I've had dreams of people's hearts not turning or, yeah. you know, it really grieves God's heart. It grieves, you know, my heart. And, you know, because you don't want to see anybody lost. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to see anybody intentionally get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we just have to heed the warnings. And I pray that, you know, leaders around the world hear this so that they know that you need people who can interpret your dreams or yeah. that have dreams yeah. that are warnings to help you. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to help you. dream, I want to say too, that if somebody has a dream about you, don't be so self-righteous that you are closed off to correction because there's someone that have input. Like again, sometimes we want to be pacified and not purified. So someone will have a dream. Like there's this girl I know, I had a dream and I kind of told her about the dream and no, 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 like, you know, no, 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 no. Like, couldn't be me, shouldn't be me, none of that. But I'm seeing this thing <laughs> come to pass and you're so, you know, people can be so set in feeling like they don't need any correction that it's of detriment to you. It's not because I think that I'm high and mighty. I didn't ask, I was asleep. <laughs> I didn't ask for this, right? But you have to. Nah, you didn't ask. For yeah, I didn't ask for this. I'm asleep. Child. What? So I don't have control over this, but I'm telling you, hey, you need to tighten up in this area, sis, because I care about you. But you have to care about you because she did not take heed to that correction because she did not heed to not my word. It's not my word because it's not my dream because you did not take heed to God's word you're going to eat the fruit thereof. Like that's just it. So we have to even understand, even when I get corrected, it doesn't always feel good, but I know that the correction is for my growth. God will prune even the trees that are fruitful so that way you can produce even more fruit. And a lot of times we don't like the pruning process. And so those branches will get overgrown and now the tree ain't no good. Because you don't want to accept that. So even if someone comes to you with a dream, take it to God. And if God confirms that thing, don't just brush it off. Take it to God because he's going to reveal to you. And you have to really have a level of humility to say, okay, God, am I tripping? I ask God all the time. Is it me? (laughs) Am I tripping? Because I don't want to ever be in a position where my heart is hardened to the things of God. Just because I'm operating in the things that God has called me to, just because I am on this podcast, because I'm teaching Bible study, I need correction even the more because I'm going to be judged more harshly because I'm teaching. And so I expect a lot more of the, what God, what those words, I don't want to do that, but I'm going to do it though, because that's what's required with the position. And so even if you are receiving um, someone telling you a dream, you need to really be in prayer about it. Now, all of it, because you got to be able to test every spirit. Now, let's be clear. I'm not saying every, but you need to take it seriously 
and make sure that you are being intentional and asking God to give you revelation. Because if he gave them the dream about you, then he will talk to you about the situation because he's not withholding any information about you. It just is that you have to be receptive to the correction. You have to believe what God is saying because you have said before, and I did not, I did not know this until you said it, that the prophecy or the dream is contingent on your obedience. If God tells you that if you go right, you get a hundred dollars. And if you go left, you're going to fall in the ditch and you decide to go left the ditch. That's what's going to happen. He's not. That's what happened with Saul. You know, he he was told he was going to be king for a long time and rule over Israel. But there were certain things he could not do. Yeah. And he went and did it anyway. And then tried to make it seem like it was okay. It was not okay. And when Samuel turned, Saul grabbed his garment and rent his garment. And he told him, he said, this day, the kingdom has been rent from you. Yeah. Have been taken from you. Yeah. And it was so to the point that Samuel had gone on to be with the Lord. Saul couldn't find anybody in the land to tell him the truth. Yeah. He called for Samuel from the dead. Yes, that's when he, that's when he went to the Susan and was like, look, child, it's supposed to be here. <laughs> and Samuel's like, why have you awakened me? I'm good. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I am with the Lord. <laughs> so, you know, you have to be very mindful of your dreams. Like Charlotte said, be mindful who you tell your dreams to, you know, be mindful that someone's not operating in divination. And you want to always take it to the Lord in prayer. You know, you really want to take this thing to the Lord in prayer, whatever that dream is, or some mornings God will show you. It's like, how do I handle it? That's what he did. He showed Esther and Mordecai and them how to handle it. Yeah. You know, they were about to be slaughtered as a people. Yeah. yeah. God, how do we handle this? Yeah. They put on sackcloth and ashes and went to the Lord for answers. Daniel, when Nebuchadnezzar asked, when Pharaoh asked Joseph, they said, hold on, let us go to the Lord for instruction. Why? Because we need to know and have the wisdom of God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we hope that you've really been blessed by this because your dreams and your visions matter. Yes. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look. This community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other. If you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalind's going to snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessing my life. 
If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always going to glorify God and we always going to go to brunch. Okay, we be brunching out here. Houston be turning up. Atlanta be turning up. Up, okay, like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay, so if you are in need of a safe space of like minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. Now, before we go, I want to kind of talk about some different things that are important in dreams. We talk about how the details mm-hmm. matter. So let's talk about really quickly some things that are important in dreams, like color, colors, numbers, those kinds of things. Colors are important. Numbers are important. Colors, numbers. Animals. Animals, you know, normally snakes. Snakes aren't good. Snakes, rats, wolves, pigs, all of those are filthy animals. They're not good. You know, vultures, none of those are good. You know, they're just not good. All right. But it really just depends what's going on in the dream. Certain colors like black is dark. Black is not good. White is holy. Blue is heavenly. Green is prosperity. Purple is royalty. Orange means fire. Gold, I believe gold is pure. I don't have my notes in front of me, but all of these mean something, right? Red means redemption. Trying to think what other colors. I'm trying to think of all the colors in the rainbow. (laughs) Yes, yes. Red, blue, orange, yellow. Yellow is joy. Yeah. Green. You said prosperity. I said purple. Mm -hmm. I think we're missing like, I said white. No. You said white is holy. Yeah. So all of your, those things, the colors matter, the numbers, okay? That numbers are important. I'm not talking about numerology. Come I'm on. I'm talking about numbers. Miss me. Miss me, devil. Come on. I'm not talking about so you can go play the lotto. I'm saying numbers, okay? <laughs> They're important. Your numbers are important. The type of animals or who... Sometimes they can represent a person. Yep. Well, I know I had one. I'm telling you, the more I go back to this dream, I had one about this wolf. The wolf was white and it was coming to walk up to me. It, the wolf came and walked up to me in the dream and sat beside me. But remember, wolves in sheep clothing. Come on. So the wolf was white, but it didn't mean that it was a a wolf is still a wolf, y'all. You got to think on. about the animal that's in yeah. your dream. Yeah. And so it came and sat like it was, because white, you know, it's coming like it's pure, but it was still a wolf. Good God yes. from Zion. And yeah. so the wolf was a person that I trusted. Yeah. But they were the wolf. Yeah. Okay. And so God was showing me the wolf. All of that, I'm telling you all, mm-hmm. they're important. Um, so if you have dreams about like locusts or something, 
you know, most of that is tied to scripture. Most yeah. of your dreams are going to be tied to a scripture of some Amen. in some way, yeah. right? So yeah. if you're having dreams about locusts or pestilence, you know, something's trying to come in and eat up. Yeah. The locusts and the canker worm are trying to come in to eat up your yeah. harvest. Yeah, yeah. That's what the dream was that Pharaoh told Joseph. Yeah. He, yeah. Remember the skinny calf ate the fat calf? Yep. Yeah. And the corn, the skinny corn the, ate the, the fat corn. corn. ate the mm-hmm. skinny corn. Yeah. Man, that's what that is. Yeah. So yeah. seven is the number of completion. So he was saying there'll be seven years of famine, seven years of harvest, seven years of famine. So we have to store up while we can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, we've talked, this is all throughout scripture. There's been times of plenty, times of famine. Yeah. And so in 2020, the Lord has shared with me that this is going to be the greatest. It was going to be the greatest wealth transfer for the believer, not the world. Yeah. The, not not the, 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 T-H-E-E, the greatest harvest for the church, for the believers. Yeah. That the world has ever seen. The world has already seen wealth, but the church had been lacking in this yeah. area. Yeah. And so we're still in that harvest. I want to be very clear. We're still in a reaping yeah. season, 2022 year of the double, double heats. We're still there. Yeah. You should be getting in on this harvest because when the, my Jesus, when the famine comes, yeah. you should have stored up. You should have been building like Nehemiah. You should have been building things to the Lord, setting aside. You should be having things. Yeah. And when that famine comes, you will not lack. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I love that. And I think something too that we have to understand is that spirits and demonic forces will try to attack you in dreams. And one dream that I just was reminded of was, and I'd tell you, you know, because I called you, was the dream I had when I had the positive COVID test. So let me tell y'all what had happened. What had happened was I was on a fast for 10 days. It was the first time that I had ever did a whole Daniel fast no alterations because me and Daniel, we got to talk. Sir, I don't be liking the vegetables. <laughs> like, I don't want to eat this. But I was like, I was committed. My husband and I were both doing this 10 day Daniel fast. And I got to the 10th day and we were in the middle of the Panorini. And because I work in healthcare, we were, I was getting tested every two weeks. And I was really dealing with overcoming the spirit of fear. God had revealed some things to me about my gifting, about what he wanted me to do. Like he gave me all the details and I was like, okay, we out here. And the last night of the fast, I have this dream and I'm in this room, in a hotel room and they're sliding doors and this guy's trying to get in. The ugliest guy I've ever seen, just pale, bald head. And I'm like, he's trying to get in one way and I was slamming the door. He tried to get in another way and I was slamming the door. Mm-hmm. That was the spirit of infirmity. Yeah, the spirit of infirmity and the spirit of fear. I'm like, hey, 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 nope. Close the door, close the door, close the door. In the dream, I said, I haven't been given a spirit of fear, but a power love and a sound mind. You would have thought that I threw acid on this man. Why would you say that to me? Why would you say that to me? I mean, it was bananas. I wake up. I know it's the spirit of fear. So I'm praying, like, God has not given me a spirit of fear. Like, I'm, I'm going in. And I'm like, let me go and go take this little biweekly COVID test. Because usually what I do is because I was doing telehealth work. You know, if I had a day that I had to be in clinic, I would just wait until that day. 
So I was like, let me go and get this test. Yeah, how come? Because before the dream ended, he said, that's okay. I'll be back. I'll be back. Mm. Right? So I'm driving home. No big deal because I'm on telehealth today anyway. Like, and my COVID test is negative. I ain't going nowhere. They call me and say my test is positive. Y'all said, what? So I'm talking to my dad. This was right after, you know, the whole thing where my dad and my mom were both in the hospital at the same time. This was like maybe a month or two after. So... I tell my dad, I can tell that he is like, uh-uh. Like, right, like, like he's like, what we gotta do? And I literally heard, I'm praying, and I, I heard God say, call Tanya right now. And I said, okay. So I tell Tanya the dream, and I tell her what just happened. Because immediately God said, it's not true. And he tells her that it's not true. And I'm driving home, and I can feel fear trying to come up and I said let me call Tanya right now y'all I called Tanya let me tell y'all how my mama gathered me see this is one of those moments where she had gathered me oh she said let me tell you something (laughs) I said I think the test was false it was a false positive she said let me tell you something you don't consecrate before the Lord for 10 days and what you get in return is a positive COVID test the devil is a lie and I said yes (laughs) ma'am She said, you go take that test again. And so me and my husband, we go take test the same day. I go test at an urgent care. Negative. Went and got got the PCR that came back two days later. Negative. And when I sat down and really talked to God, the week before he had me in clinic, and there were several instances where we were having false positive tests. There was in particular one time where this mom came and she was upset. Because the strip test, the little home test kit, even a faint positive is a positive. So she came to the office one day, I wasn't there, and was told that her child was positive, but she had went and got her child retested, and the test was negative. So she came and was angry about it, and I was just like, I'm not even here every day. I'll be on telehealth. But God was like, Charlotte, I showed you that the tests were faulty, and then I had this dream, and then the test was negative. But It was because fear was trying to creep back in. And so we have to even understand that spirits will show up in your dream as strange people. They will be a a familiar spirit, somebody that you know that's doing something or chasing. Like You have to be able to write down the details to the point to where you are not tripping off of the the circumstance, but you can kind of see beyond it. I knew immediately because I had said, God is not giving me the spirit of fear. And by the visceral reaction of this, of that spirit in my dream, I knew that that was the spirit of fear and infirmity trying to knock on my door to my, I'll be back because I kept closing the door. Like, uh-uh, slam, uh-uh, slam, uh-uh, slam. And he was like, why won't you let me in? And I said, because God isn't giving me a spirit of fear. And then the very morning this happened when he told me he would be back. And so it's so important that we are able to understand too, that the enemy will try to creep in, in your dreams. And especially when you are someone who's very fortified throughout the day, he has to literally wait until you are unconscious to try to attack you because during the day, you're pretty solid. Okay. Not that you're perfect, but we're walking with the Lord. And so you may not fall for the typical schemes. And so what will happen is he will attack you in your dreams. And so it's so important that we're able to identify 
those spirits and we're able to respond accordingly and not respond in a way that is oh my god girl it was a man trying to break into my apartment it wasn't about him breaking into the apartment but it was about fear trying to enter into my heart and so it's so important that we don't lose sight of the bigger picture we don't lose sight of what's really going on and that everybody has somebody to call so they can glory gather you in the way that (laughs) let me tell you what don't happen you don't fast for 10 days Uh, amen she gave me the mama voice (laughs) she gave me the whole mama voice so it's so important that we don't ignore those details that we do write them down and that we're able to identify what's going on so that was a lot, child, but any last words for our viewers about dreams? No, I think you said it all there and to know when you're combating something else and how you knew, even in your dream, the way you stood up in your dream, you literally got the interpretation within the dream. And so then when it showed up again, so I love that you gave that example and shared that dream because is going to give someone understanding mm-hmm. of their dream. And the biggest part about dream interpretation is getting understanding. That's what interpretation means. Yeah. If you speak Spanish, but I speak English, and I need to understand what you're saying, we need an interpreter, all right? Mm-hmm. And so interpretation, understanding, always get understanding. In everything that you do, get understanding, including your dreams. Amen. Amen. Well, this was as good as I knew it was going to be. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so y'all, we just thank you, Prophetess Tanya, for again, coming back on the show and just sharing your wisdom with us. We appreciate your time and y'all listen to this more than once because it's good. It was rich. Come on. It's good. It's good. So I love you. I love you. I love you. I thank you so much just for your time and your wisdom. And you just always being so willing to share and just your passion and your love for the people of God and making sure that the scales are removed from the eyes of people, because there's a lot that we are combating with, especially in my age demographic with the new age and the this and the that. There's so much of that that's popular. So I just appreciate you being willing to do what the Bible says and reach back and educate the younger generation so that way we know how to, one, pass that on, but how to respond. So I just love you so much. I honor you and and everything that God is doing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) That's going to be it for this episode of God Goes and Girl Talk. Until next time, y'all continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And we will talk to you later. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and We'll talk to you soon. Bye. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.